Okay, and we are live with CEO and founder of Tenbound, David Delani, also author of the Sales Development Framework, a book that teaches you how to build and scale highly productive sales development programs. David, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Pleasure to have you here, David, to, to break the ice a little bit and, and give the audience some context. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you broke into sales outsourcing and in general, the sales uh, profession? Yeah, you know, I had been um, a salesperson and an SDR in the uh, tech industry for a number of years and went out on my own to start Tenbound in helping companies with their sales playbook and their consulting and, and training around growing their sales development pipeline. And so we actually work with companies who have a, a sales team or a SDR team and help them to increase the performance of that team. Perfect. Don't change your team, change the structure, maybe the, the way you're managing the team and you can get some, some better results. Squeeze those lemons the right way almost. Awesome. Right. Now, when it comes to consulting, you've been around um, sales for a while. What would you say are 10 bounds best fit customers for these consulting services? Yeah, so we work almost exclusively in the tech industry and with software companies. And and um, I'm here in Silicon Valley, and and that's the industry that I came from, and I'm I'm most familiar with. And uh, and it's essentially either they're starting their sales development program or getting ready to hire um, their first few sales reps, or mm -hmm. they've been running it for a while and they just need better performance. Um, they'll come to 10bound and and uh, ask for our our help. Okay, could be maybe that they're stagnant, hitting a plateau and they want to see what else they can change. They can tap into some expertise to to bring in some, let's say, outside of the box thinking. All right, now you mentioned that you've been working mostly in tech. Uh, I would imagine a lot of SaaS companies. How about we speak a little bit of maybe a success story, uh, a customer. It's okay if you don't want to mention the brand, but tell us a little bit about how you work with them. What impact do they receive when they work with 10bound? Um, what are the differences of working before and after 10bound? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty easy in sales, right, to see the numbers go up. And we want to see the numbers <laughs> go up and to the right and especially when it comes to um, prospecting and, and out, outbound, that's one of the hardest things that people are usually trying to figure out. And I can think of one um, customer that we worked with where they had uh, lost their SDR manager. Um, mm -hmm. The team was sort of drifting and um, they just needed some leadership and, and support uh, with creating a, a new playbook and new processes to increase their their volume and we were able to increase the pipeline amount over a 90-day period by over 112 wow. percent um, and that's that's you know there's always the conversion rate of pipeline to revenue but it was a a, a big uptick uh based on on what they had when we came in now when it comes to these interventions and consulting services is there a specific part of the pipeline where you have the most influence or that you're hired for the most to intervene, like top of the funnel, middle, bottom of the funnel activities? Help me understand that a little bit, please. Yeah, it's it's more top of the funnel and maybe mid, mid funnel, but more top of the funnel. And so what we find is with a lot of software companies, they're, they, they know in the back of their mind that they need an SDR team. 
um, or they need outsource services and that they need to build pipeline proactively through their outbound. And so they need they need this and they know that, but the where the rubber really hits the road is how, how do you do it um, you know, in a repeti uh, repetitious and, and scalable way, um, either utilizing uh, a new group of, of SDRs or with the existing group that you have right now. And so we, we just see that over and over again that um, they know that they need to have an SDR program, um, but they, you know, sometimes struggle in just making it efficient and, and productive. Okay, perfect. Now, when it comes to the metrics, we did mention, of course, increasing pipeline revenue, everything to the right and up. Um, what would you say is the main metric that gets impacted? I would say everything across the board, but is it meeting set, a conversion of pipelines? Um, help me understand that as well. Yeah. And, and that's a really good question. And one of the things, if you go to the 10 bound website, it just has a pop-up that says, do you want more pipeline and revenue? <laughs> um, and, and th that's why, you know, I say that because we're, you kind of boil down all the different activities that you're doing and all the different metrics and everything into, are we increasing our pipeline in an mm -hmm. efficient way? that, that uh, serves to have a conversion rate to the revenue number that we need to hit quarter after quarter. And, and, um, and so that's a high level look at the program. But then when you start to go underneath there, then mm -hmm. it, it becomes, do we have enough meetings? Um, are we talking to enough people? And are we doing enough activity at the very top of the pipeline to be able to uh, grow that? And, um, and, you know, usually even the best companies, even the best run SDR programs, there's some of those conversion metrics are, are, are not uh, as efficient as they could be. Okay, I see. Now, it's also not only the, the amount of pipeline, but also the quality of the pipeline, the velocity of the pipeline. So there, I can see how there's different factors. I also wanted to ask you, while you are still focused in tech and SaaS, is there a specific decision maker that through your strategies you can convert the most? Or is this more of a, may not be a one-size-fits-all type of approach, but it's a methodology that ultimately allows you to convert regardless of whether you're targeting HR leaders, uh, financial leaders, operations, or sales leaders? Or, or do you have a more of an impact on a specific persona with these consulting services? Yeah, so there's two ways to look at that. One is who who hires Tenbound usually, mm -hmm. and and it'll sometimes be the um, the CMO, and especially if the CMO at a company um, doesn't have a lot of uh, experience with running SDR teams, and so we we see that a lot where the SDR team will report to the CMO, but they've never actually been an SDR or run that team, so it's really really hard to make sure that it's running efficiently. Um, we sometimes work with the VP of sales who usually you know, has come up through the sales ranks and has more familiarity with the SDR program. Um, from and so you know, they're, they're a little bit more familiar with how it works. Um, but the, the, the CMO is especially, when I hear from a CMO, I'm like, okay, this is, I, you know, we, we've done this many, many times and here's how it works. On the flip side, 
with the with the companies that we work for work for and the the market that they're calling to that could be a lot of different industries um, and cool. a lot mm -hmm. of different ICPs and personas. It's really custom to the company. Um, and so one week we might work with a an HR software who's calling to you know VPs of HR, and then the next week it's a you know retail software that's calling to the head of retail operations at at, at uh, their target market. So that really depends different combinations. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Now we've mentioned a little bit about the main thing is the strategy. Um, there's also the element of the talent, right? Mm, making yeah. sure that the right skills are in the right place. If there needs to be some replacements or if there needs to be some coaching that happens there. What about technology? Is this a methodology and services that are technology agnostic, regardless of CRM, dialer, email automation tool and whatnot? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, our, our playbooks are, are created um, through a, a, a framework that we have. And you mentioned the book. It's, it's laid out in the book on how the playbooks are created via a framework. But then within that framework, there's always going to be some customization, you know, based on the, the, the market and the industry and all the different factors that we were talking about. So you have the framework. And then, so that that's that's creating a aligned playbook so that everybody you know knows what to do at the right time and they have a process. And then the flip side of that is we have to be able to coach and train the SDRs to know how to use the playbook and to to be able to um, have a good you know elevator pitch and responses to rejection and things like that, uh, which we then do through the the training and coaching. Perfect. Now, um, how many layers of, let's say, seniority or, or within the hierarchy of a sales department, how many of those layers are influenced? Is it just uh, the rep and the front line, the managers? Because you did mention some managers before. And the reason why I ask this is because I've seen that, number one, sales is a profession with a high attrition, high churn rate. And number two, a lot of people quit not their jobs, but their bosses. So there's, there's definitely a lot of opportunities I've seen in different companies when it comes to the management, not even the reps. Um, where have you had the most impact and help me understand like those layers of hierarchy that you typically impact with your services? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I mean, the best case scenario is if we're working with the owner owner of the company or the the, the high level executives, Achieve. either uh, the VP of sales or the CMO, and they can really get behind the the work that we're doing and you know message that out to the rest of the team mm -hmm. um, that that's the best case scenario at least having that executive support to yeah. say okay um we're working with this company they're making a playbook they're going to be you know interviewing everybody asking a lot of questions creating this playbook and then we're going to do a training program to make sure that everybody's on the same page with the 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 new processes and so yeah. having an executive sponsor is the best sometimes we'll work with um uh, an sdr manager or a sales manager and they'll just say you know we don't need the whole playbook and all that stuff we just want you to come in and train everybody to your methodology at 10 bound and and that's just a you know uh, your classic sales training program yeah. and that we'll do you know over zoom with the team um okay. and then one last one last piece is we have a 
a program called 10 Bound Plus, which is just for individuals who they don't have any executive support or their manager is not paying for training. Um, they can just join 10 Bound Plus and they get all the templates and the playbooks and the 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 um, online courses that they can mm -hmm. take to get the 10 bound methodology without having any other support. Okay, that's a wonderful resource because definitely not all organizations invest the same way in the development of their teams. And that, of course, creates a space for these type of services. And great to know that individuals can also raise their hand, go look for help and hone in their skills. Um, there is one thing that you mentioned already, which was we get much better impact when we are introduced through the at, or at the executive level. And I've seen that when when uh, when a new trainer or an external coach gets thrown into battle directly with the reps with no context is going to be much more harder to make an impact, to be perceived as a person that's there to help them and not as a threat. Um, so if you could give me some other tips outside of, let's say, how to how to better bring your services on board or how could other companies that are considering 10 bound and want to get results faster, how can they increase those chances of getting the results they expect with you faster? What advice would you give those companies? Yeah, definitely. So, so thing number one is the executive sponsorship and making it a priority. So that, that we know is super important. The next thing is it's, it's a lot of what we do is project management for the, for the uh, internal uh, teams at the company. So in other words, we're going to make a playbook and, and we need to know that we need the scripts and we need the ICPs and we need the personas and we need all the materials that they're using right now. Mm -hmm. um, and we need it by a certain date so that we can um, digest that material and put it into the 10 bound framework for the, for the playbook. And so just having um, somebody take responsibility for those tasks internally and set a due date and then deliver really helps us to work together to, to move the project along, um, you know, at a, at a, a fast enough pace to have impact faster. Um, not hold back, nobody yeah. really owns the relationship with the advisor and, and, um, it's a little bit more up in the air, then that's when you get the delays and then it just takes longer to get results. I was figuring because you, you yeah. mentioned earlier, hey, not all companies do invest in these solutions, but even the ones or some that invest treat the problems of, hey, let's just throw some money and it's going to get solved. But what you're saying is, hey, I also need you to be involved, not only invest money, but also invest the time and attention to bring me forward the resources that I need to craft the strategy, the adjustments, the new processes to then deploy it back to your team and have your uh, like you be at stake in making sure that this whole process, this joint operation succeeds. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, it's like buying something. There's there's a certain um you know, sugar high, kind of like when you first buy something, you first get into an engagement the hype. Or, or something like that. And, um, you know, the honeymoon wears off after a while and it becomes, uh, we actually have to do a lot of work to get change going and, and get things uh, moving again. And uh, that's the point where sometimes the engagement starts to, to um, you know, slow down. And, and uh, it's just from the get-go, understanding that this is gonna be a longer-term project. It's gonna take a while, it's gonna take some work, and um, we gotta work together on it. 
All right, that's pretty good. Now, how would you say you mentioned it in within three months, you discussed a few minutes ago, you were able to make a huge impact and turn uh, some operations around. Can you tell me a little bit of the typical ramp up time for your consulting services, at least to number one or the different phases, gather the information, start to make some adjustments. When should someone listening to this content expect an impact if they are to hire you? And it's a twofold question. The, the other part that I want to ask is, we did mention that they have to get involved. How much should they prepare to roll up their sleeves? How many hours would you estimate they should dedicate to this uh, on a weekly basis, just so they know what they're going to be facing with? Yeah, definitely. So we always recommend doing an assessment um, at the beginning of the implementation, which takes a few weeks mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and it helps us to gather all the information that we would need to be able to plug it in. And then it really it really depends on what comes out of the assessment. So it could be that there's just a training program needed, like everything else is good, but there could okay. be two or three things that need to be um, addressed and adjusted. And, you know, those those things, sometimes it's like moving a tanker, you know, it, it, it and there's a lot of people involved and different, um, you know, data and aspects that need to be lined up in order to make that change. And so that could take another few weeks to get going. And then, you know, within within the um, two to three month period, you should start to see um, some better results and some efficiencies and at least a reorganization of what mm -hmm. um, the the team was doing to, to set it up for success. Reprioritization in, in a, okay, perfect of the motions. Yeah. I like that. So there you have a team, uh, different in, in very, let's say, customizable services in the sense of we first go through a diagnosis. This is not a one size fits all. There's not the same copy paste strategy. You understand first what they have in place, where it aches, where they may have some pain, and then you go and alleviate precisely that. And in around three months time, they should already see some deltas in, in some positive influences. Excellent. David, anything else you would like to share with the audience? Well said. That's really exciting. And one other quick thing is, you know, like we were saying, if you don't have support from your executives and they 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 don't bring in a company like Tenbound to help with the program, um, there's a lot of free resources and and like I said, the Tenbound Plus, which is very low cost, um, where people can get involved and and just start to self educate on a lot of the the um, the structures that we work with clients on. And um, just kind of, you know, you can get on our newsletter, which is tenbound.com. And, um, and then as we're developing these, these um, solutions, uh, you'll, you'll be the first to know. Um, so it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, top down consulting engagement. It can also be, you know, a lot of self-education. And then when you're ready, you bring in something like Tenbound. Perfect. Get exposed to the content first, get a feel for it. And then if you decide that that's the right thing for you, definitely go for it. You can find 10bound at cloutas.com or you can find it at 10bound.com. David, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you.